Hello and welcome to this week's bonus episode of Advice so from Your Besties. That's right. Yep. Okay. So we always take questions every single week on Instagram and they're anonymous. So feel free to ask anything. Sorry, our new theme song is playing. It's playing. So our question this week is, I know I'm not giving 100%. Any tips or tricks on how to motivate me to give more? Good one. Okay. The first step is acknowledging that you're not giving a hundred percent. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I'm intrinsically lazy. So I really resonate with this. It's almost like somebody crawled into my head and was like, I'm going to ask this on behalf of Chelsea because I too would like to know, because I know I'm not giving a hundred percent. Well, I was also feeling this way like earlier in the week or like yesterday. I'm like, I know I could be giving more and not like waiting for something to happen for me. Yes. Like I am mm-hmm. waiting for an external motivation, like, like powerhouse is coming up. Like I know I'll come back energized and renewed and motivated and all the things, but why can't I be motivated in anticipation of it? And, or mm-hmm. why do I, why can't I be motivated in the absence of a very big external motivation? Like, can't I anticipate? I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel I like, um, I wait. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to happen. So then this will help me out out with this. Like, and I'm like waiting for like external help to happen. And I hate like falling into that pattern of waiting for someone to come rescue me and then, or something or something to rescue me. And as soon as I get to that feeling, I'm like, ugh, I don't like that feeling. So, or I feel when I get to that event, then I'm kicking myself for not doing more work and feeling more prepared. And then, oh, I feel, so we're not really answering this question. We're actually <laughs> like, we get you. Yeah, we, we get you. We feel you. I would say, okay, so yes, there's powerhouse women coming up for us in like about a month. And 28 days to be exact. 28 days. Okay. So when we go to powerhouse, we have some goals in mind that we want to accomplish and we want to be speaking on stage. And that's why we submit our video. So please, please, please share and comment on that. But in the meantime, how are we going to prepare to be who we want to be at powerhouse women? I think that maybe if you think about who you are, when you reach that goal or that event can help to motivate you to put more effort in ahead of time. And if you don't have an event, what would you say? For I would life? say, yeah, like for life, like I don't have a lot of events coming up all the time, but I have a business to run. So I'm like, okay, this goal for this week is like, I have to make this much money and I need to like see this many patients. And I think just having like small incremental goals to hit daily or hit weekly to keep you on track and to actually like write it down and see it will help you know if you're giving hundred percent or not, because I write down every single week, like how many people did I ask for a referral? How many people did I ask to do this? How many people did I contact with this? When I look at the numbers and I see that I haven't hit my numbers, I'm like, Ooh, now I know I'm not giving hundred percent. And like that reflects on everything else that's happening. Right. I ran into a friend or a colleague yesterday and she was telling me all these things. She's in the fashion design industry. She's got her own company, manufacturers. And the things that she told me she does in one single day, and she's like, I spent two hours just researching how to do all the video and just the marketing on Instagram. I was like, I don't do anything for two hours. And it just made me feel, I was disappointed with myself. I think that, if you're saying that the next thing coming up is powerhouse women in 28 days, you're giving yourself 28 days to prepare and 28 days to do that. What if powerhouse women was in two days? 
what would you be doing differently and how would you be preparing? What would you be doing? Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So setting a sooner deadline is also like a little mindset. Like an impending deadline. An impending deadline. Setting a little, that's like a little mindset trick. Like, oh, yes, I do have all day to do this, but actually I'm just going to give myself one or two hours to get it done and then the, and you're done. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's my little tip on that. All right, I have nothing, but I look forward to reporting back and see if that works. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? <laughs> I know. We had this one like funny question. Which was? Which was, what was the worst trouble you got into as a kid? Do you, I don't have enough time for this story. Do you want me to tell it? Have I never told this story on air? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. I got to do this fast because it's not a fast story. I was dating this guy. We broke up, still very much in love with him. I was a fr- I was a sophomore in high school. He didn't invite me to the prom. He invited someone else, but he said, do you want to hook up afterwards? And I was like, of course I do. How could I say no? So then I had two friends spending the night, but I still snuck out because what do I care? They're sleeping. So I snuck out. His parents didn't like me. They caught wind that we were making out in the basement and we were only making out. I mean, like I didn't, I wasn't slutty. Nothing nothing more than making out? No, uh -uh. maybe heavy petting. Okay. Okay. So then his parents caught wind that I was there. So they abruptly put me in the car, he and his friend. And then his dad was following us. It was like a high speed chase. And then we're trying to lose his dad. And they said, let's just drop you off at the 7-Eleven. We'll be back momentarily. They never came back. And so here I am. I don't know how long I waited at that 7-Eleven in the next town over, which is approximately like mm, seven, four, maybe 14 minutes away. And now it's 5 a.m. The sun's coming up. I have to make a collect call because they had pay phones then. And I make a collect call, call my dad. And he's like, what? Where are you? And I said, I'm in Hamburg. And he was like, what? I said, I need you to get me. I'm stranded. So he came and he proceeded to yell at me. And then he and my mom sat me down and they proceeded to call me a slut and whore and all these things. Meanwhile, my friends are upstairs and they, then they were mad at me, but they could not be because they were yelling so loud. And then, then they just kept going and going. I was like, I get the message. So I was like, can I go to bed now? And they're like, Oh no, go down to the cellar and start ironing. And you're going to iron all your father's 80s, not like early 90s, pleated business pants, and then his dress shirts, because you wore a dress shirt and a tie every day. And then when you're done with that, then you can start ironing the rest of the clothes. Then you can iron the bed sheets. Then you can under your like iron your father's underwear. And at three o'clock, then they let me go to bed. Oh my God. That is the oddest form of punishment. <laughs> three hours of intense labor with sleep yeah. de- like when you're sleep deprived. And then wow. those bitches were mad at me. I'm like, fuck you, bitches. What are you mad about? You heard what I got. I wouldn't um, be mad. I would be mad. Why? Because what do, you, what do you give a fuck? Because I came over to your house. To you hang were sleeping. Out. It was like after midnight. Yeah, but it's like, why would you leave your friends at your house? Because they were sleeping, and the opportunity <laughs> to hook up with this guy was huge. Anyway, so that wraps this week's Q and A. Oh well, I have a story. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would just didn't want to get short on time. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, mine's like very quick. Actually, I only remember remember getting in trouble two times, like getting caught. So one time, I was in third grade, and our teacher worked at a candy store part time, so she always had a jar of candy. So every single recess, me and my friends would sneak in and grab one piece of candy from the candy jar every single day. And then eventually, we got caught for stealing because you're not supposed to steal candy from the candy jar. I know. I think I had detention or something. Third okay. grade. In third grade, and then. Honestly, I had detention a lot, but that was just for talking in class. 
that was like throughout my school career. And then the time I actually got in trouble was my brother had a New Year's Eve party his mm. senior year of high school. I think I was a freshman or sophomore. Must have been a sophomore because I could drive. So me and my friend, we were like, okay, well, we want to drink with you too. And we want to party with you too. So we're like taking shots. I got so blackout drunk. I feel like maybe in like an hour of drinking, my friend wasn't really drinking. So then I know we went to another party because we ended up there at some point. And then also just like hazy in and out. Like, I don't know, know what's happening. I wake up at my friend's house the next day and I have this like big scrape all like on one side of my face. Like my cheek is all scraped up. And my friend's mom is like, Lindsay, your parents are on their way. They are pissed. And I was like, <laughs> you're so funny. Like funny joke because all throughout school, I was just like going out drinking and like I would stay at her house. And I was like, that's like really funny. She's like, no, 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 no. They are on their way and they're pissed. I'm like, okay. So like my dad comes to pick me up and we're driving and there's like beer cans in the road. He's like, that's from you, isn't it? That's from you. That's from you. And I was like, I, I don't know, like maybe. So then like, I'm so hungover and luckily they let me sleep. And then apparently my friend backed my car into someone else's car in our driveway and the cops were there. I remember none of this. And my friend is like covering for me like, no, no, no. Like, don't, don't like at the cops. Like, don't talk to Lindsay. My parents are like convinced still to this day that I was driving the car and I backed into someone, but I was like blackout drunk. So I don't think I was driving, but that will never let me forget that I was such a disgrace and I got so drunk. <laughs> yeah. Goodness, uh-huh. Okay. I have another story. <laughs> <laughs> it was prom. My parents, I was still dating this guy. So it must've been freshman year. And then my parents, there was two limos and they rented the two limos, right? One was a limo for drinkers. The other one was for two couples to make out. I was not in the drinking limo. Shocker. So we're making out limo one. They're getting really drunk. And then somebody throws up in the limo and like breaks the TV. And then we just drove around and made out. The next morning, the limo company calls my parents and they're like, we're keeping the deposit. Somebody threw up in the car in the limo and broke the TV. And they were like, you did this. And I was like, no, I don't even drink. I was in the other limo. And they said, we don't care. So then what did they do? They proceeded to call every single person that was in the limo. They proceeded to call every one of my friends, their parents to tell them what happened. Yikes. So then they were all fucking mad at me. But full circle, I met up with one of the guys. Okay, so Orchard Park, we're in Buffalo. And then he came out to Denver and Facebook connected. And this must have been like 15 years ago. And he was like, I have to be honest. It was me that threw up. Oh, and he's been holding on to that guilt. He's like, I threw up and I broke the TV. Or yeah, and I broke the TV because like somebody's foot like broke the dial off. And he's like, I want to call your mom and apologize. Oh, I was like, where the fuck were you that day? Because <laughs> I was grounded for like two weeks and then no one spoke to me. Oh my gosh. Everyone is so pissed on Monday. I was oh, like, I know that feeling when everyone's mad at you on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more quick story because yes, this is what happened. We were at a party. This was in high school and this is when Facebook like just started and we all had those digital cameras actually. Sure. Like, snapping photos. And I'm like, I'm going to make an album on Facebook about what we were doing this weekend. And a bunch of high schoolers getting trash with like red solo cups. And we're all like drunk. And it's the whole basketball team, like boys and girls, like people of all ages. Then like Monday rolls around and we like all get called down to the principal's office. Like 
all the basketball team players. Did you already upload it to Facebook? Oh, yeah. Time? I was like, upload it to Facebook at this point. Okay. We like were convinced that this one kid's mom told on us, even though she's the one that hosts like a lot of parties, but we were convinced that she told on us because her son was the only one who wasn't reported. And I was like, he was fucking there. So essentially we all got suspended from basketball for like two to three games. And that was like, if it was your first offense for some of my friends, this was like their third or fourth offense of getting caught drinking. So they were suspended from high school sports for the rest of their high school career. Oh, Yeah. Shit. So That's there was so like, joke. yeah. So there was like a couple people who like had to miss the rest of basketball season. They couldn't do baseball or track in the spring. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I fucked up real bad by posting those photos and we that all, that was all your fault. That was all my fault. Ooh. Yeah. That's a doozy. That was such a doozy. Like, I still feel bad about that. And, like, yeah. I don't know, being, like, dumb and, like, posting things on Facebook. And, like, you learned that hard lesson. Learn the, learn the hard way. Like, I didn't know someone's going to, like, tell on us or, like. Look. Or look. Or, like, it's not like there's photos of us drinking, but it's, like, obviously there's, like, beer cans in the background or, like, we all kind of look drunk. So, yeah, that was, like, Ouch. not good. And a lot of people were really mad at me but yeah so that's the worst stories of us getting in trouble as kids i bet i could think i was in trouble a lot (laughs) i was in trouble a lot and it wasn't my fault see the thing is i just think it caught most of the time so no i mean they were waiting to pounce on me oh they were waiting they it was almost like they were waiting to punish me okay well now i like really want to know someone else's yeah. Worst. Yeah. Time can you, you top those? Yeah. Can you top those? Like, please send us a DM or something or like, actually, no, take a screenshot of this yeah. episode yeah, yeah. and then share it on Instagram and just give us like a quick little tidbit. Like that one time I got the whole basketball That's team busted in high school for drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you share this with a friend because I think it'll be a lot of fun. This is a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Disclaimer. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The stories and statements expressed herein are experiences and opinions. They may not represent the views of the production studio or the hosts. If you disagree with our content, that's okay. No podcast is perfect for everyone. Enough with the serious stuff. If you love So Fired, you better rate, review, and subscribe. While you're at it, check us out online, on YouTube, on Instagram, and especially on Patreon. Your support helps us keep this show going. Thank you for listening, Bestie.